and Harry, the podcast. Nothing is more important than the health of Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. With that in mind, though, today is Wednesday. Wednesday's the day that most teams start their preparation for their upcoming games. So, no matter what the league does in regards to the postponement of the Bills-Bengals game, it doesn't change the fact that right now the expectation is both of these teams will have to play incredibly meaningful games this weekend. The question is how? It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All you got to do is tell them to just play a little ESPN Radio. You can watch us in the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, HD. I just keep thinking about these guys. We keep talking about what's going to happen with the game from Monday. But even above and beyond that conversation, there's a whole other conversation of what happens now for teams moving forward. I, I want everybody to know the update per Jordan Rooney. Uh, DeMar Hamlin's marketing rep and DeMar's family's doctor overnight got promising readings that they had been hoping to see by this morning. So couldn't go into specifics. Progress appears to be made. HD, if you're a player right now, how are you even starting to try to look ahead to important games this weekend? Well, I'll tell you, Fitz, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for not just the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals, but every team in the National Football League because everyone witnessed what transpired on Monday Night Football. Now, the flip side of that is is that at the beginning of the year, all these players, they're, they signed up for something, right? They signed up to play all these games. They signed up for a common goal. That's to go out there and try to win a Super Bowl and compete for a Super Bowl. And with saying that, when you look at you know the overall picture of the National Football League, games aren't going to stop, right? The, team, the teams can't just say, hey, we're not going to play the rest of this season. Um, that's 1 through 32 because this is week 18 and everyone does play in the last week. So with that being said, it's a fine line. And listen, I love what the Bills players are saying, that their attention is on DeMar Hamlin right now, as it should be. But at the end of the day, when you look at Wednesday, and Wednesday is normally when you get your game plan, you go into team meeting with your coach, you get your, you know, your three musts for offense, defense, and special teams. You split up into your meetings. You get the game plan of what you want to do versus your next opponent. So now you have to kind of garner some of your attention towards that. Um, I think these players – they're in these positions for a reason, right? The 1%, 2% of players that's able to play in the National Football League and play a professional sport. So I think they're going to figure out how to navigate and put their attention towards the game that they had this weekend. Now, I think one of the things that's going to help the, the, the Buffalo Bills out is that it's against a division opponent, the New England Patriots, right? A team that you see twice a year, every year that you play against them. So – Having to already had a game against the New England Patriots and understanding that, you know, the lack of offense that they may have, but they are good defensively and they have defensive touchdowns and they have special teams touchdowns. And you got to date back to last year as well when, you know, the, the New England Patriots went up there in Buffalo when the weather wasn't so good and beat them. I think you have a sense that you got to kind of, you know, put some attention towards your next opponent. Not saying that you have to take any attention off DeMar Hamlin because that is the main focus. That is at the forefront but also use it as motivation to go out there and not let your brother down, the guys beside you, um, even DeMar Hamlin. Go out there and play that game for him. And I'll be honest and tell you, when teams go through situations like this and that are already close and you use this as motivation and you become even closer, 
I kind of feel sorry for the New England Patriots that they got to play the Buffalo Bills because I know everything that they do now is going to be for DeMar, and they want to make sure they honor him the right way. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the players. Deion Dawkins, Bills offensive lineman, was on SportsCenter last night and made it very clear regarding what the Bills are playing for. Anything that we have to give is for DeMar and his family. We understand that we have a job and that this is still what it is, but Every emotion, every bit of energy that we have, we're giving it to DeMar. We're giving it to his family, we're, and we're giving it to his best friends, and, and we're giving it to guys like Dane and Trey and, and those DBs like that are closest with him. And we're giving them all of that love. Those guys need it as well as the other rooms too, but all of his guys need it, his parents, his father. Uh, they all need it, and that's all that we have to give, and we're giving it all to the family and we're not worried about and nothing else. You know, when you start thinking about it, it's Harry Fit Harry Fitz, it's Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz <laughs> took me a full day. Fitz and Harry on ESPN radio. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Day two. It only took day two, baby. It only oh, took day man. two. Oh man, messing up the name of this show is just part of my charm. Uh AC, I just keep thinking about leaders, right? Leadership. And uh, you know, you've you've talked before about leadership councils on teams. There is no book on how to, to handle this, but when you know the personalities in the locker room, you know how to get to the, the core of it all. And you know, this can go one or two ways. I, I could see the Bills completely being incapable of focusing, in which, by the way, I would not fault them for a second for any of that as there are larger things going on in life and it's a distraction. I can also see that moment of galvanizing everybody together of like, hey, we want to do this for Hamlin. Like, we want to go in and we want to be more focused than ever, you know, and, and if you're the Bills, I think that there's a there is such explosiveness to emotion in football. Like when you see teams come out that have a different level of fire, you can feel that palpably on the field, right? Like I, I kind of look at this and, and I, I just wouldn't be surprised to see either team, the Bengals or the Bills, come out with a different level of like, my God, I need this. I need this escape for the next three hours. I need to to be able to just do what I do and do it well. I need to just be able to be myself on this field. Like I think there's a a, a chance for guys to maybe get a little escape, even though that yeah. escapism is hard when you're on the field where this happened. I still think that there's an opportunity for the guys to maybe help heal a little bit just by getting on the field. Yeah, but I think leadership is going to play a major part. And if you're general manager right now for the Buffalo Bills, Brandon Bean, this is an important time for your team. This is an important time for you to play the role that you do have in your title, which is the general manager, to orchestrate a lot of things within the Buffalo Bills organization. If you're Sean McDermott, I think this is a special time for you as well, even though everyone is going through these raw emotions. And then when you look at the leaders on the football team, the captains, and when I played, we had a leadership council where our GM and our head coach would come meet with us on certain things. And whatever we decided in that meeting, that's what we wrote with, that's what we were going to do. So I think that's going to be very imperative, especially going into week 18, because, you know, a lot of their attention is still on uh, DeMar Hamlin. And I will continue to say, as it should be, but at the end of the day, you got to remember there is still a job that has to be done. And a, a lot of people may say, you know, that's not fair. And I understand that. And life isn't because look what happened to a phenomenal young man on Monday Night Football. He doesn't deserve anything that's going on uh, within his life right now. But what are you going to do? How are you going to face that adversity? How are you going to move forward and, you know, weather the storm? I, you know, we talked about yesterday how we want to make complex things simple sometimes. This is another one of those examples. Like the simple thing to say is, man, this is impossible. 
the complexity of it is there's not a lot of choice, right? Like these guys yep. are going to have to get on a field. And, you know, certainly not everybody has to. I understand that. But for most of these players, this is going to be that moment where you have to be able to focus in and do your job. I have no idea how they'll do that, but I do well, think— and, that- and, I'll, and I'll say this, though, Fitz. It's, it's important, though, that they do focus because you don't want to go out there in a football field and, and, and not have that focus— and right. then something else occurs. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the lack of focus. So that's why it's very imperative. And, and it's important that these players do focus when they do get out there on that football field because you don't want another you know, accident to happen because of the lack of focus. Yeah, that's the, the thing that players always talk about. Even when you're – like if you're playing with the wrong mindset, you can, you can lead to injury. If you're playing worried about injury, it can lead to injury. If you're playing worried about your teammate, it can lead to injury. Like I keep looking at all of this, and I, I know we only got a few of these tweets, thank God, yesterday. Uh, I love the people listening to this show. I'm glad we're better than this so far. We only got a few of those, well, you know what the risk is. That you t-. Like the human beings that are involved in this game – are going to have to do something that most of us would not be able to do, and they're going to have to do it in a few days. And as well, much- that's why they're the one percent. That's why they're the one percent that that can make it to a professional sport, especially playing professional football. Yeah, triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. That's how you hang out with us on the Dr Pepper call in line. You can be a part of Fitz and Harry Nation. I said it, Dr Pepper call in line triple eight say ESPN. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. We said it yesterday. I will say it again today. We are going to make this show from noon to 3 every single day of community. Yesterday was not that day. Today is. We're going to have a lot of conversations we want to get you guys involved in. Now, obviously, one of the biggest conversations is what the NFL should do with this Bills-Bengals game. The question is, is it just as easy as saying, no, we're not going to play? We'll break down the hows, whys, and why that can't happen, according to one of us, next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, hanging out with you. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Again, with the caveat that nothing is more important than the health of DeMar Hamlin, Bill's safety. The league is going to have to make a decision what to do with the Bills-Bengals game. And I'm not sure any of those decisions are wrong, but it creates complication that everybody's going to have to deal with. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, coming at you every single day, noon to 3 Eastern across ESPN Radio platforms, day two of our show. And Harry, I was sitting there this morning watching Get Up, and Adam Schefter made it very clear that the league has got everything on the table when he said this. It's also possible that the league will just ultimately decide we're just going to continue to go right on here and not play that game. And the way it shakes out is the way it shakes out. And if the Bengals win the AFC North because they didn't play on Monday night or the Bills can't get home field advantage because they didn't have that extra game, so be it. You have 16 games to prove your worth and your value. And you got done what you got done during that time period. Now, it's difficult because I think if the league decides to do that, I'm sure nobody's going to stand up and say, well, you can't. Like, we all understand why this is happening and that there are bigger things. But that being said, Harry, that is a wild thing to have to go back and tell all of the people involved in it that this is just, this is the decision. Yeah, I don't think it's that simple, Fitz. When you look at the implications uh, within the playoffs amongst the AFC, 
and you have three teams right now. You have the Kansas City Chiefs that are 13-3. and three. You have the Buffalo Bills that are 12-3. and three. You have the Cincinnati Bengals that are 11-4. and four. Now, when you look at all three of those teams, and I'll start with the Chiefs, for them to clinch the number one seed, they need a win plus a Bills loss or two Bills losses plus a Bengals loss. When you look at the Buffalo Bills to clinch the number one seed, they need two wins, win at Cincinnati or a Chiefs loss plus a win versus the New England Patriots plus a Chiefs and Bengals loss in Week 18. For the Cincinnati Bengals, in order for them to get the number one seed, they need two wins plus a Chiefs loss. So it's so many things that's going on between those top three teams in the AFC. And if I'm Buffalo right now because before – you know, this week 17 schedule was was being played. The Buffalo Bills had the number one seed. Right now, Kansas City had it just because they have one more win than the Buffalo Bills. You go to looking at the history of the Bills and you look at the last few years, uh, the last two years, they have lost to the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Also, you look at since Josh Allen has become their quarterback in the playoffs, they're 0-3 away from home. They're undefeated at home. So the number one seed for the Buffalo Bills, I think, is the most important at this, mo- at this moment. But if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, if you end up playing that game and you beat the Buffalo Bills and you win the rest of your games, you would have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs head-to-head. You would have beaten the Buffalo Bills head-to-head. So now you would get that number one seed. If the Kansas City Chiefs um, went out and the Buffalo Bills have one loss, I think it goes to the Kansas City Chiefs because they will be the only team to have one loss. Now, Kansas City still would have to lose to the Raiders in their last game of the year for all the teams that have the same record. But it's so many implications for the number one seed amongst the three top teams in the AFC. I don't think you can just ignore that football game. Now, I'll go back to something I said yesterday, Fitz, and normally you have two weeks before the Super Bowl is being played. Now, that's a week that you can work with, that you can play with. However you want to do it, National Football League, Try to figure it out because I think this matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, there's a lot at stake. And, and, and I'm pretty sure Buffalo, Buffalo Bills fans and, you know, that their organization and I know those players will want the number one seat so they can stay at home and play. It's, you look at all the things that the city of Buffalo have gone through this year alone or in 2022, uh, moving on into this year as well. I think the number one seed for them means a lot. I think they would love to host things in Buffalo. So I, let's try to find a way to make get this game played. Yeah, the hard part about this is if, you, if you're telling everybody, hey, we're not playing the game. The human portion of this, you know, we spent hours yesterday on air being, I think, very real, raw, and emotional about the, the feeling around everybody, right? If you go to the players and say, sorry, we're just not playing the game. I think there's a lot of people that look at it and say, I get it. But you're absolutely right. I mean, the trickle-down effect, not even just for these teams, but if you're the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens should have something to play for. And I didn't even mention them. Exactly. That's another team. So if you're Baltimore, you're sitting there saying, I understand how awful all of this is, but I still want to get that game played. You know, and so, you know, there's this level for me, Harry, where if you've put in the sacrifice that everybody puts into play every single week, you want to have the opportunity to control your own destiny. So the simple answer for so many people is just to say, well, cancel the game. We're not going to play it. 
that creates so many layers of complexity. Also, that doesn't even factor in using the Ravens as an example right now. The Ravens, it might be an outside shot, but they got a shot at winning their division, right? So uh, if yep. that game is played. So if you're, you're the Ravens, you're sitting there saying uh, playoff bonuses go out the window. You're, you're talking about livelihoods that change. Even going all the way into next year, you'll be talking about draft status that is impacted by win percentages where two teams played one less game. Like the trickle-down impact of this, all stuff that doesn't matter. I mean, I understand that because we are talking about something far bigger than football, football doesn't matter. But when we have the football conversation, it is still fair to have full context around that entire conversation. The trickle-down effects of not playing this game, like, it makes total sense. The human being in me nods my head and says, wow, that makes total sense. But AC, like the other side of it, the, the football person in me looks at it and says, well, my God, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, and that's what I want everybody to understand what we're talking about here. We understand that DeMar Hamlin is the most important thing right now, and we're still and we will continue to to pray that he's going to make it through and be okay. Now, when we have the football talk, it's something that you have to bring up because you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Since Patrick Mahomes became the starting quarterback, they have hosted the AFC Championship game every single year. You don't think the Kansas City Chiefs would love to have that number one seed? You don't think the Cincinnati Bengals who went to the Super Bowl last year and had to play every game on the road would love the number one seed? You don't think the Buffalo Bills who haven't won a playoff game since Josh Allen has been their quarterback away from home would love, wouldn't love the number one seed? I think all three of those teams would love it. You don't think the Baltimore Ravens would love to win the AFC North if they had an opportunity to do that? Yes, all those things are true. So when I look at the National Football League and I look at Roger Goodell in the NFL and Troy Vincent, you have that extra week before the Super Bowl that you can play with, right? However you want to figure it out, try to figure it out so this game can get played um, and, and we can figure out the logistics of it after that. Yeah, the, the wild difference for Baltimore, and I, I do mean wild, when you start thinking about Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. For Baltimore, if this game doesn't get played, it just goes away. Well, if Baltimore then, right now, if they lose to the Bengals in Week 18, they would have to go to Cincinnati in the first round of the playoffs. If they beat the Bengals, the best they could do is get the fifth seed and have to go to Jacksonville. The difference between being able to be at home <laughs> as a division champion versus going on the road to Jacksonville is a substantial one, right? Like so, not well, to- where it's hot and muggy and, you know, you – you're used to being in the cold around this time of year. Of course, I would, the Baltimore Ravens would love to be at home playing versus being down in, you know, Jacksonville. I played in Jacksonville on numerous of occasions, and and you got to get IVs after you go through warm-ups when you go back in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, that's that's wild when you think about what's on the line for the game not being played. When you think about the amount of work that goes in for every single team for 17 games, over 18 weeks, right? You think about the sacrifice everybody does make to play the game. It is going to be a hard pill to swallow. While I understand everybody will, I think it'll be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of the players involved in that process to then turn around and realize that, hey, I didn't control my own destiny. Through nothing that I did, I didn't control my own destiny. That's uh, that's going to be difficult. The only thing I would say to the NFL is make a decision now. The sooner they rip the Band-Aid off on whatever is coming, I think would be easier for everybody to start to process. I understand that that gets more and more difficult because, frankly, you don't want to make any decisions until we know the full process for DeMar Hamlin and where he is. But knowing that we may not get that information anytime soon, I I just wonder if the sooner the league makes a decision, the better it would be for them. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. All this conversation about the playoffs, there is one superstar quarterback 
that I believe this weekend shouldn't go anywhere near the football field, even if it costs his team a shot at their playoff seating. We'll tell you about it next. It's Fitz and Harry. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, hanging out with you on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All you got to do is ask them to play ESPN Radio. I'm Jason Fitz, sitting with Harry Douglas. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and we welcome you guys to call into the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now, uh, Harry, we got to say this loud and proud. Evan is our producer. Evan and Devin work behind the scenes. They do great work, Harry. Uh, we got to stress to everybody that when you call in, you're calling Evan. Be nice. Like if you're if you're mad at one of us, be nice to Evan. The, the easiest way to get on the air is to always be nice to the guy that's answering the phones. Apparently, somebody has d- decided. <laughs> one caller decided particularly that we keep saying the most important thing is obviously Demar Hamlin's health. And the fact that we're also talking about football means that that's, that statement's not true. So let me say this loudly for everybody. Two things can be true at once. Number one, we can be most focused on Hamlet's health. Number two, at the same time, we can have conversations about the difficult decisions that are going to have to be made. Can we all agree that both of those things as adults can happen at once in a room, Harry? Yes, it, okay. it, it, both things can happen. Now, if you, like, call it with a little positivity. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> call it. We're going to open it up, though. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now, I said it before. We were just talking about the Ravens and how much could be on the line, depending on what happens with the Bills-Bengals game, right? But, Harry, I, I got to be very clear here. If I am Lamar Jackson, even if I feel 97% healthy going into this season finale, ain't no way I am coming anywhere near playing in this football game because the team has told me that they think my injury history and the way I play football is a reason not to give me a fully guaranteed massive bag of cash for the rest of my life. If that's their statement, then why would I possibly take an extra hit of risk that I don't need to take right now in the last game? Remind them of exactly how much they need Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and you had a head coach for the Baltimore Ravens, John Harborough, doing an interview, and you can just tell how agitated and upset that he is that Lamar Jackson isn't out there right now, and rightfully so. You look at last year, the last four games of the season for the Baltimore Ravens, they finished the season 0-4. And when Lamar Jackson left uh, the season last year with his injury, they were in first place in the AFC. Now, you look at this year, 2022, when Lamar Jackson got hurt and they went out, they were leading the AFC North. Right now, that is not the case. They're 2-2 two and two in both of the games that Tyler Huntley has started for them in, in uh, this season. But you look at the offense and you can just tell a lot of things aren't clicking. There's some plays being made, but it's not enough. Lamar Jackson is the reason why the Baltimore Ravens have been relevant since he became the starting quarterback. That offense is revolved around him. He is a guy that is a game changer, that can make plays, that can do the unthinkable, could do things that we've never seen a football player done, uh, do before. So with that being said, I don't know what was the holdup this offseason in giving him the money that he felt like he deserved. Now, you look at the situation right now, if Lamar Jackson doesn't play this game against the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't have a chance in my eyes. Lamar Jackson not playing in the playoffs, I don't think they have a chance. But if I'm Lamar Jackson, 
I'm not going out there on that football field again in 2023. Uh, I almost said 22 in 2023 because he has a PCL injury. For, for for some reason, I think a lot of people just thought Lamar Jackson, with the style that he plays and the way he plays at the quarterback position, could just go out there with the with the with the PCL injury and just be okay. It doesn't work like that. I've been through multiple knee injuries. I tore my ACL, MCL, meniscus, had a bone fracture all in one play. I was rehabbing with a first round draft pick with the Atlanta Falcons that we had that had a PCL injury. So it does not work like that for a guy who is as agile and fast and uses, you know, his speed and quickness in short in short area spaces as his advantage. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, I know my worth. And I wouldn't go back out there on that football field no more in 2023. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the – he's Harry Douglas, I'm Jason Fitz. Part of the discussion here is that they simply elected not to invest in their quarterback because the organization doesn't believe in fully guaranteed money the way Deshaun Watson received it. Well, if I'm Lamar Jackson and somebody else in my own division got all that guaranteed cash – I want guaranteed cash. I'm never going to fault the player for looking out for himself. If the team's going to say, well, we're not really comfortable with that risk, then why should Lamar put his body at any risk for a team that wouldn't risk it for him? John Harbaugh, uh, the coach of the Ravens, was asked about Lamar's status, and you mentioned it. This is a little of what he said, and you can hear the frustration. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an expectation until I hear more. Would you like to see him at least for a weekend? I'm not saying he would play against Cincinnati, but at least get a full week of practice before the, the postseason? Uh, of course. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, there is a <laughs> level of frustration to all of it. Josh in New Orleans wants to chime in on Lamar. Always love it when you guys hit us up. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. Josh in New Orleans, what you got, brother? Thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, I, I, I appreciate Lamar's amazing play and how athletic he is, but he's 1-3 in the playoffs. Uh, I understand, you know, he has all these – the MVP award and, you know, he has all these regular season wins. But the Ravens are a smart franchise. They're not going to give a guy $200 million to lose in the playoffs every year. Um, I see them letting him walk, obviously. I see the Jets or the Falcons being a place where Lamar would thrive. Um, I just want to hear your opinion on that. And, uh, yeah, if I was him, I wouldn't play because, I mean, you can go from $200 million contract to a $6 million contract like that. So, uh, I just wanted to hear your opinion on that. And Harry, yep. even though I'm a, I'm a Saints fan, I appreciate your play as a Falcon. Oh, I appreciate that, my man. To, uh, oh, look at that! Uh, that's that's listen. That's huge coming from a Saints fan uh-huh. because you know that, that that's one of the biggest rivalries in the National Football League, in my opinion. The two cities. You talk about the music, the food, um, the cities, the culture. That rivalry, I love it, and it means everything to me. So shout out to him for saying that, and for everybody who doesn't know. My father-in-law is from New Orleans, so my, my wife's dad, uh, he's from New Orleans, so it, it's a little bit of New Orleans sprinkled within the family. And my grandma Joyce passed away this offseason, right, um, th- this summer, and she was the only, only person that can get me to embrace a little bit of the culture. Trust me, I'm still an ATLing, y'all. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't hold that against me, but Grandma Joyce was the only one. And when they just played recently, me and Grandma Joyce, we normally have uh, you know, our back-and-forth banter, and I, could, I know she's up there in heaven calling me all kind of little rascals schools right now yeah uh, uh amazing story um i, I want a quick address 
the the playoff issue with Josh Allen. We've said this a million times. I will say this until I'm blue in the face. Somebody tweeted me the other day saying I was hating on Justin Herbert. Let me be clear. I am not hating on Justin Herbert, who is one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. I absolutely love the way Justin Herbert plays the game, and I am scared to face Justin Herbert twice a year as a Raiders fan. He is an incredible quarterback. And his playoff record is zero and zero. And they would have no problem paying him whatever they have to pay him to keep him happy. Just the fact that that Lamar Jackson has taken this Ravens team to the playoffs so many times, like maybe the one and three has more to do with the structure of the entire organization, the rest of the team, and less to do with just the quarterback. And unless we have an equal body of work all the way across the room for young quarterbacks, we shouldn't be judging them based on their playoff performances only. The Ravens have no substitute for Lamar Jackson. And without Lamar Jackson, they are a four-win football team. So you're going to have to pay Ooh, that man whatever he wants. All right, I agree. but I wouldn't mind Fitz seeing him in Atlanta. You know, I wouldn't no. mind seeing him down here in the ATL. I'll take going him against in, going against our guy Saints. I mean, bring him, I bring him to that. the Raiders. That's fine. All right, how will the NFL navigate <laughs> this unprecedented event as everyone in the league tries to start to move forward? We'll give you the latest and explain it all to you after Harry tells you this about FanDuel. NFL Wild Card Weekend is almost here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Promo code PLAY. Make every moment with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And your smart speakers, just ask your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. You can also watch us in the ESPN app. We are there. Looking purdy as always. Harry's down in Atlanta. I'm here in Bristol, and uh, we've been asking you guys to chime in. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I had some harsh statements about the Ravens a second ago. I want to get back to that, but first, Paul in Reno, Nevada. Paul, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? Hey, I, I got a quick. I'm a Bills fan. First and foremost, uh, Demar Hamill. God bless you. Good luck, buddy. Um, Secondly, is uh, you know the National Football League or the National Fix League. All they got to do is let Kansas City win or lose this week, and Buffalo takes the number one seed. Am I wrong? <laughs> so you 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 think the league just goes in and fixes the game? Uh, Paul, I don't think it works Come like on, that, my uh, man. Roger Roger Cadell could be in the room with the referees tomorrow and yesterday. All they got to do is throw more flags. Kansas City loses. Buffalo takes the number one seed. But Paul, they don't have to change none of the rest of the schedule. Paul, I want to ask you this question. When it comes to the number one seed in Buffalo and knowing that since Josh Allen has become the starting quarterback of that team, they are 0-3 in the playoffs, is the number one seed in the Buffalo Bills hosting everything up in Buffalo, New York? Is that very important to you? The most – well, first of all, this kid's health is more important. But, yes, the most important thing is to get home field advantage, yes. Okay. That's all I want to know because that's that's why I think you can't just not play this football game. Because the, the, the Buffalo Bills fans in the city of Buffalo, uh, they want to host and have the number one seed throughout the playoffs. All right, but I gotta, and it means the world to them. But I got to ask you this, HC. Like, Harry Douglas, for anyone that doesn't know, 10 years in the league. 10 years in the league, okay? I, 
Uh, I'm 45. So let's say roughly <laughs> 41 years of Raiders fandom. I've heard every conspiracy theory there is about the league fixing things. You played in the league. Do you believe that the NFL sits down with officiating crews to try and get the result that they want? Do you believe that the NFL is trying to fix games? I can't believe you put me in this situation I'm right now. I'm just asking you a direct I question. have done an internship at the NFL office with play, uh, player engagement, consumer and sales, officiating, and you put me in this spot. Because, I thought you was my boy, Blue. Because we know it's not true, right? Like, this is the moment no, where— No, it's like, not. No, like, they, don't, that, they don't fix games. Guess they don't what? Fix games they don't have to fix games. People watch anything. The NFL could literally take two turds, put a helmet on each of them, and let them go head-to-head, and 20 million people would watch it. Why do they need to do anything when all they do is make money with everything they do? No, I will say this, though. There, there are certain quarterbacks and certain players in the National Football League that get calls that I don't think they should be getting. Yeah, but that's, that's uh, based on their status. But, but I, I don't think games are being fixed. No. I, there's there's a difference between an officiating crew just gives benefit of the doubt to a superstar. Yep. Like I, the officials are human. I understand looking at it and being like, ah, eh, I don't want to call that. You know, I I, <laughs> I understand. But there's a difference between oh, it's no big deal, or oh, you're not going to hit that quarterback. There's did a difference. Somebody, be- did someone say tuck rule? Uh, no. Did someone say tuck rule? It was the proper execution of a bad rule, and there's no such thing as a tuck. <laughs> it was a fumble, right? Like I, I'm not looking. I've never looked at that and thought the league wants to keep the Raiders like I tell people this all the time because you know I, I've, I'm very lucky to have a lot of Raiders fans that embrace listening to me and, and I, I'm so honored that the team I root for I have a great affiliation with right like the team I grew up watching I have a great affiliation with so let me say this loudly the number of Raiders fans that believe that ESPN is anti-Raiders let me tell you clearly I work for a company that cares the most about making the most money. The biggest brands will always get the most attention because they make the most money. The Raiders are one of them. The ESPN's not anti-Raiders. The NFL's not anti-Raiders. The NFL doesn't care who gets the first seed in the playoffs because it could be the Jags and we'd still watch it. It could be the Titans and we still watch it. Like, teams nobody wants to watch, we watch in the playoffs. They don't have to fix anything. Now, I know what I'm about to say is completely off the rails Come and on. in the left field. Come on. But I like your haircut, my man. The oh, little buzz you. cut. Thank I'm Latino. Diane, looking like Forrest Gump over there, my Wait, man. Wait, does that I like make it. you Lieutenant Dan and me Forrest? <laughs> I, I'm running. I, by the way, Forrest Gump. I, no, I like your haircut. I like it, though. Forrest Gump, wildly overrated movie. It was not even a good movie. Oh, it's a great goodness. soundtrack. You but just say anything right now. Like, what are you talking about? It is not an overrated movie. It, it's, 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 what, what was the point? I mean, the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks of all time, but what I'm was the point? smart man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfecto. <laughs> was was Devin Devin working behind the scenes? Was Devin ready with a with a force gump drop? We didn't know we were going to talk. He was. You said gump, and I typed in gump, and we got a lot of options. <laughs> I mean, that is that is fast acting, ten acting right there. That is that is well done. I said earlier the Ravens, by the way, a four win team without Lamar, and uh, I've had some people tweet me, and I, I think it's important here. You know, when you get the voice of the fans that watch, Eric tweeted me and said, "Please, please, please let let this get through. Don't have time to call in." Well, fine, Eric. I know you're busy. Callers that call in saying Ravens are smart for not paying LJ. Haven't watched them without him. Ain't no way the Ravens Mm. let him just walk. He's stuck for years anyway with tags. This is like, I can't say this loud enough. Like, there is no second option for the Ravens. The Ravens well, going to feel better about also. somebody else? No. Just because they franchise tag him doesn't mean he has to sign that franchise tag and play mm-hmm. under it. Mm-hmm. He that, doesn't have to sign it. That he can just because, sit out. 
that's the big quarterback energy that could start and suddenly come into this conversation because I think they're the, gonna, the what kind of quarterback energy? Big quarterback energy. It's big. It's, we could just say big D, uh, a big DE energy. I was trying not BDE. to get. I was trying. BDE. I wasn't even taking the, the BDE you know, energy. Yeah, there you go. We've been on Whatever. air for like a, a day and an hour, and we're walking lines that suddenly making our producers. Bro, I've been to the principal office multiple times. If it's one person that's scared to go to the principal's office, it's me. Yeah, that is fair. That 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 is that is. But let me guess. You went to the principal's office and everybody was like oh harry just don't do it again and they're all like i go to the principal's office i get expelled like you that, that's the difference between being agent that's, that's the difference between playing in the league for 10 years and being me no but I, I think we have to look at the, one of the baseball things we talk about all the time like wins above replacement right you got to start looking at quarterbacks in the nfl as a win above replacement uh, sort of equation at times if you are the ravens you are not going to win without Lamar Jackson. So you are going to tag him for whatever it takes. You're going to exclusive franchise tag him so nobody else can talk to him. He has to get the top five money. He's going to hold out because he should hold out because he should want every dime of it guaranteed. And it should get wildly contentious. That's the part that bothers me. Like, why are we talking about a tag? Why are we talking about a guy that you has to fight and claw for a contract that he's earned? Yeah. He's clearly been your best You're player right. every year he's been there. He's been the MVP of the season. He's the reason why you've been able to make the playoffs. He's the face of your franchise. Why does he have to fight and claw? Joe Burrow's not going to have to fight and claw. Justin Herbert, who, who's just now in the playoffs this year, is not going to have to fight and claw for his money. Why does Lamar Jackson have to fight and claw for his compensation? Tell me why. I don't, I don't understand it. The perception is that because of the way he plays the game, the physicality. But he get, he get, the times he's gotten hurt has been within the pocket. Yeah, well, that, that would take actual context, and people don't like to give actual context to anything. Like, people don't want to admit they were wrong, and there are a lot of people that thought Lamar couldn't play quarterback at the highest level in the NFL when he was drafted, and now they absolutely are clinging to that. Like, that has to continue to be the gospel. Does Lamar play more reckless or does Josh Allen play more reckless? Lamar, all day, every day. Or, sorry, Josh no, Allen. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen plays all more day, reckless. All day, every day. All day, okay. every day. Uh, all right, we'll keep breaking down Lamar. You can keep chiming in. One team still fighting for the number one seed in the NFC. And someone thinks they should just punt and rest all their players. They've lost their minds. You'll hear it. We'll react to it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. In the butt talk, sir. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 